after Flip came on. You know, I, I, I sent him a few quid. I sent him on the Bandcamp link or whatever he mm-hmm. had. He's like, Jesus Christ, man, fucking hell. Like, thanks, like, you know, you're going to take the missus out for dinner. And I was like, ah, oh, nice. And I was like, that's fucking typical. I pay for dinner. He gets the ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is Straight Talking Mental Health, your weekly podcast where, well, look, we just talk straight about mental health. It's as simple as that. If it's your first time listening, then uh, you're very, very welcome. And uh, where have you been? What's the story? Like, we're (laughs) only hanging around here for 20 episodes, you know? (laughs) Nice of you to eventually. You're you're nearly as late as me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to help you catch up on this episode, though. Exactly, yeah. My name is Peter Dunn, and this man here is... Alan Clark. Still with two L's, yeah? You're still with L's. fucking yeah. two L's, yeah. Mm. Yeah, still awkward. Still have an awkward mammy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bridgie. <laughs> Woman, Bridgie. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, what we're going to do in this episode, we're going to look back on the last 19 episodes. So it's uh, it's amazing to think this is the 20th episode. Mm. Wow. You know, by, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You forget most of them, funny enough. Mm. But mm. Um, speaking of episodes, um, really enjoyed last week's episode with uh, Carl Patterson. Carl. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. It's a good episode. Yeah, yeah really enjoyed it. Carl was fantastic. You know, he was just open. Mm. He was honest about his experience. And um, he's just a, he's a beacon of hope for anybody. Mm, mm. You know, yeah, just through a lot. Yeah, I, I was I was texting Carl. Carl was he was afraid, you know, of how it would come across. Obviously, mm. he spoke about you know the self doubt and the self esteem. I was like, I knew he'd be fucking analysing it in his head, you know. And I said, No, look, I said it was a great episode. You know, mm. it's genuine. And and I know I know from giving talks. I know from being at talks. Um, I know from clients when it's genuine, it resonates with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all, you know, once you're just yourself, once it's genuine, once it's real. It's once like, it's real, like yeah. acting, you know, I fucking spot bad acting because like, that's not real. Mm. That's, 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 you know, when, when, the, when you see the actor feeling it, you'll feel it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when, when someone is genuine and truly telling their story, you know, Carl, he was telling the story. Look, we were, we were plugging him for the single, but um, he was here to tell his story and he mm. told his story honestly and genuinely and, you know, and I listened back to it, and I was like, "That's just fucking. That's that's the good shit right there." Like, yeah, yeah, then, you know, yeah. No, wasn't wasn't here with an agenda. He just wanted to, you know. He just he was very he was very gracious to us, and fair play to him. Mm, yeah, and from what I've seen on the the little bit of feedback and that on Twitter, um, you know, there was a few responses where people were saying, "I can resonate with that," and yeah, yeah, I, I understand Relates, what you're going yeah, through. Yeah. I'm yeah, 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 I've been through that myself, and that yeah. is what people are saying. And yeah, it's interesting because look, it'll help somebody once you know you're not alone. Other yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through the same thing, and yeah. you know, college is he's a fantastic example of. Um, how to how to get through your struggles and your troubles and you know for for call it was music mm, mm. you know so we all need to find out that's something and mm. as well as that as people because you know he obviously had his cousins who said come jam with us come play with us and mm. you know we need people <laughs> kind of get a, get us out of that rut you yeah, know yeah. that that mindset i suppose you know but um yeah, people need people, as you said yeah. before on an episode I can't remember, but it's one of them. Yeah, you listen well, back it's, to one it, the it's, it's my it's my message on this one. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you toward the end of what I've taken away from all of this, but all of mm. the sessions. Um, but uh, yeah, people were were tribal fucking creatures. We're built. We're biologically mm. driven for a relationship. You know, yeah. we need people. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, we need people. People need people. 
Speaking of which, what's yep. been happening with you, dude? Uh, what's been going on with me? Fairly, fairly, fairly standard. I had me, I got my other Batman mug this morning. <laughs> you have two Batman mugs. Uh, three oh, Batman mugs. Oh, three! Oh, yes. The, the other one was my favourite. This is my second favourite. And then the other one is just a plain black one with the with the bat logo on it. Uh, yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, the, uh, fucking, what's it called? John Total fucking blank. Don't know, I've never seen Harry Potter. <laughs> of course you fucking haven't. Of course you haven't. You know, funny enough, the last 19 episodes are just about Alan going... Have you seen this? Amigo? No. What about this? No. For fuck's sake. No. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So if you're just tuning in, this this perfectly uh, sums up the, the, last, the, last, uh, the last, the previous 19 episodes. Oh, have you seen this? No, I've never seen that. What about this? I'm like, oh, for, seriously, are you for fucking yeah, yeah. real? Like, yeah, so, yeah, so you've caught right up. Pretty much, yeah. You don't need to listen to the previous no, ones. No, you don't need to listen to this one either, that's it. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, what were we saying? I forget. Yeah. <laughs> Batman mug and be Harry Oh, your Batman mug. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got a few nerdy mugs and then I've just got your nice, you know, if there's, if there's company. Mm. <laughs> you know, well, there's there's a normal mug. The ones uh, with no chips on them. Yeah, well, none yeah. of chips. But, you know, when it's just me and I'm having a mug of tea, my yeah. one, probably one mug of tea a day. Oh, this is my second. I had one already. Yeah. After my breakfast, so... Again, I'm wired on the green tea with lemon. <laughs> it's funny. I've 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 never realised it before, but I tend to collect mugs from places I've been. I'm only realising. Do now. you collect something? Do you? I kind of. I'd come to think of it now, I do. I never really realised it before, <laughs> but um, I've. Uh, what do you collect? I've a few mugs from Old Trafford. Mm. Um, I've a mug from Edinburgh Castle. Which is just a kilt with legs, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Except there's a hole in one of the, the the legs which gathers water from the dishwasher. So you're drinking tea and you're going, ah, shit, nah, be lap. <laughs> Drowned it. And of, uh, one of my favourite mugs is from um, Alcatraz. Oh, yeah, cool. And it just yeah, says nice. in it, uh, Rule 21, you are required to do whatever work you are told. That was it. I was mm. going to bring it into work, but I ended up bringing in my... BBC Radio One mug into work from when I went over there in uh, in London, oh, and uh, I, I just did the tour. <laughs> Laura oh, brought right. me over for yeah, my birthday, yeah. and uh, we just did a tour around uh, Radio the One. The old place or the new place? No, the, the, the old place. The, the old place. place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, uh, "Feck, I have to buy a mug from here." So I I use it in work mainly to piss off the boss. You know. What <laughs> <mean>? So <laughs> these are my aspirations. Pretty much. This yeah. might be where I am, but this yeah. is where I'm heading. <laughs> Think it, drink it. There we yeah, go. Yeah. And actually, this mug here, this is Laura's mug, and um, I it has her name on it. It does, and I felt really bad for her because she used to have a mug with her name on it, and uh, she broke it. But she really awkward with them emptying the dishwasher to the point that Queeve even goes now when she hears something falling. Mammy, what did you break? You know, <laughs> it wasn't even me. You know, so I I felt bad for her, and I got her a mug which says Laura's mug, do not break. Kind of like our logo. Good advice. Know? Yeah, yeah. And then at the back, it just says, careful now. <laughs> Down with this sort of thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I collect like mugs, mugs, apparently. There you go. I ironically ironically collect bottle openers. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Uh, girlfriend, girlfriend I had years ago. Jesus, this is going back 14, 15 years at this point. And it kind of started out as this joke because, you know, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a huge drinker. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you gotta get yourself something when you go away. Like, I was like, what do you get? Like, so like fridge magnet. Or like a fucking, yeah, fridge magnet or a bottle opener or something like that. 
And I was like, uh, and then that's how everyone will know you. And I was like, do you know Alan? I was like, no. I was like, fucking Alan. You know, what the fucking, is this? no, no, no. Collects the bottle openers. Ah, fucking Alan. Yeah, I know Alan. <laughs> so now I, I just keep that going. So everywhere I go, I collect the fridge magnet bottle opener. <laughs> yeah. Um, just ironically for myself. Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I did. Yeah, I, I do do. I have to have to get the fridge magnet uh, for anywhere I go now. Mm. Uh, Usually, you know, you can kind of get three for a tenner or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them has to be a one of them has to be a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah. We all have that one friend or family uh, member who, when you're away, you have to go. Oh, make sure you get the. Bring ma- I don't think they have a magnet from Mexico, or I don't think yeah, a magnet yeah. from Lanzarote. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get them one. Well, they haven't <laughs> been there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is from when Peter went to Mexico. <laughs> They, gen- they, they generally be the people who never leave the country. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, the fridge yeah. is well travelled, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They vicariously through you. The fridge and is like your a fridge. Fucking, yeah. like passport stamps yeah. <laughs> for where you haven't gone. <laughs> so um, I, I, you collect mugs. I collect. Uh, uh, I collect fridge magnets. Yeah, sounds bottle good. Opener yeah, magnets. bottle opener yeah. fridge magnets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I say I've probably never even fucking used to open a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever open a bottle with your teeth? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. I'd be I, a classy bitch, man. I'd be drinking fucking gin and, or maybe a wine. You, know. you used to drink Miller and Corona. Depending on the event, if it was something in the summer, a barbecue or something like that, I'd have a few yeah. bottles of Corona or something like that. But if I was at home, it'd be rare I'd drink at home. But mm. Probably be a gin. I don't know what it is, man. See, I'm not a big drinker, but fucking gin just agrees with me. Like I can drink oodles of that shit like I don't think I've ever a gin yeah that's mm. fucking that's yeah, good some good stuff like yeah. I like the um, I like the the marketing around it and each gin has its own kind of signature kind of bottle you know the, the mark, if you look at gin bottles they're, they're pretty cool like a whiskey bottle is a whiskey bottle like you know but uh, my favourite then is just, I wonder if we get sponsorship we get a fucking free bottle <laughs> Gun, gunpowder gin uh, it's an Irish one it comes in this really super cool um, uh, blue bottle hmm um, and I've just opened up a place. I've just opened up the place now as a tour. Um, so I'll have to. I'll have to take myself off the drum chambo. <laughs> oh yeah, based. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Remember me ex? Like ex? And she'd have two jeans. And she'd be fucking on her ear. Like <laughs> I'm still going there. Going, yeah, yeah. No, I'm grand. I'm fucking butter. Like, but you have a hangover from it. No. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it just fucking agrees with me, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Although, I, I couldn't have. If I had a sip of whiskey, I'd fucking want to vomit. Yeah. I'd be, Buckled after, you know, just mm, no, I'm, I'm beer, always yeah. will be. I like drinking, you know, not in a, not in a bad way, not in an alcoholic mm, way, but mm. I enjoy a drink. <laughs> I don't drink a whole lot. Like Laura called me four pint pee, and that's it. <laughs> I normally only have about four pints, and I'm happy. You know what I mean? Get a nice little buzz going on. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Man, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be. I love, I love a bit of day drinking. I love a bit of day drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That old yeah. day drinking during the summer. Get a nice little buzz going on. Go for something to eat. It's like. Yeah, that's that's good. Like, yeah, I love, I love. Home, uh, right? A few times I go up to the Aviva to watch the Irish rugby team. Like, I love that. The old day drinking, bit of grub after the match, get the bus home, get the green bus back to Kildare. Are you like one of these South Dubliners, you know, following Leinster and that, and hitting the Brown Thomas beforehand, and then like meeting up with O'Sheen and Jamie, yeah. and then <laughs> heading for a high note or a purple H- H- <laughs> Did you ever meet? Did you meet um, OC? Did you meet? Oh all? yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the time when I think it was after 8 Mile came out so for anyone who doesn't know DJ OC OC's been a hip hop DJ for a long long time and uh, I think it was myself and Lee and, or was it, I don't know if we just met Owen up there or something but it was at one of these hip hop battles uh, the fucking rap battles after, that were 
everywhere after mm. eight mile came out. So we were in there anyway, and and Owen, we were chatting away, going, "Oh, just look at the fucking crowds!" And it was all full of kids, and Owen's like, "Yeah, I know they're all coming in here, fucking, you know, oh yeah, so I'm into Eminem, and I'm here drinking my high now." And Owen turns around and he goes, "Wait a minute, what the fuck am I putting on an accent for?" Brilliant, brilliant, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it still makes me laugh. Yeah. But no, I'm not, I'm not one of these, these kind of, just, I love going up to the, just up to the Viva, watch the Irish rugby team, get a nice little buzz going on, get the green bus going home, and you're home then for 10 o'clock or midnight or whatever it is, and you've had a fucking great day, and you got a nice little drinky buzz going on. Mm. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, nice like to enjoy that, yeah. yeah. Again, enjoy it, not get shit-faced and yeah. have somebody hoping, carry you home or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, I was hoping to try and get James. Like, oh, maybe I'll bring him to, like, a Leinster game or something, like, you know, just to kind of mm. get him into something, like, you know, following a, a team sport and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. a day out of it. And because I've said it to Cameron and I've said it to Sean and stuff, like, oh, I don't know, like, no, <laughs> don't want to go, like, but, you know, no, nah. yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Like. <laughs> See, it's not, a, it's not necessarily about the match. It's just about, no, it's about the, the day, experience. it's the event, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, who yeah. you're with as well yeah, and what you do, yeah. you know, your little routines and. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Mm. Oh, you go first. You know, I went first last week. What's, what's oh, going on with you outside of the Smiles and Royals anyway? Uh, what's going on with me? Nothing. Pretty pretty boring, to be honest with you. Just working. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Working. Level three. We're level, all three level three so, now. Yeah, yeah. That was um, never going to level five. No, but it was a nice kind of warning to everybody that this yeah, is... Yeah, but you know what that is? That's it's going to happen. Say, you know, clients have been saying to me, you know, what, I, what I've been saying during the week is like, that's, that's where you want a tenner, but you ask for 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm. that's like okay, you know, we're we're putting you on level five. We've no intention of putting on level five. Mm. So then, when it's only level three, everyone's like, "Oh, yes, thank God! Oh, at least it's not level five. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to good, behave good ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like to think they're that fucking smart up there. Yeah, I'm just going to say that from what they've been seen, from what they've been shown. <laughs> um, the fuck is that on my end? Is it gone now? Right. Maybe they're cutting up a body. Yeah, just fucking yep. wrap up the plastic after this time. I'm not fucking cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> this could be evidence. No, fucking hard to get blood stains out like. <laughs> a bit of fucking polythene, lads. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, yeah. it's one of my royals is level three. Um, mm. I miss freedom. You know? yeah. Yeah, I, like, yeah, it doesn't really bother me. Like, I'm working, thankfully. Um, yeah. Kids are still in school and crash and... Um, you know, Laura's still working and, you know, family are still healthy and happy and everything. Mm. And that's all good. And if we come out of that like that, it's it's fantastic. But mm. I just miss, I seen, I just had the telly on the background last night and there was like a, an old program and I think they were showing like Kilkenny or something. And the streets were packed. The place was yeah, hopping. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I just miss freedom. I yeah. miss, the, you know, the choice to be able to go, right guys, come on, we're going to go here for the weekend. Mm. We're going to do such and such. We're going to, uh, like, I was supposed to go to Galwyn a few weeks. I'm going to cancel that because... You can't no. fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I miss. You know, you're not looking forward to anything. There's not many gigs at Christmas. Mm. You're looking forward to, you know, you've booked Santi or um, you're supposed to go to Christmas markets or whatever. Um, you just, you can't. It's just, there's... Just nothing. You're just living yeah. day to day. You know that's yeah. that's what I really miss. You know what I mean. But yeah. look, at the end of the day, we're all healthy and happy. That's the main thing. And you know, hopefully, yeah. nobody just fucking reminded me what I what I was planning on doing afterwards. I was like, I'll record the podcast. Client later on, I'll go up to Firecastle. I'll sit in there, have a bit of lunch. Sure, fucking can't. Close. Yeah. It just reminded me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what I miss. Like you know, I like that. I'm working. Just simple you things. Know, yeah. You know, 
just wouldn't be a huge drinker, but I miss like going in, sitting somewhere, to have something to eat. Yeah, yeah. Even just myself and James, just going to Nando's, mm. or just fucking sitting in KFC or something like that, just to sit down and eat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah, you know exactly what I mean? can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, All because you, you, fucking dickheads. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Dickheads that's on it. a dickhead, man. Dickheads are dickheads, you know. Just if you just wear your fucking mask, if you just wash your hands, if you just keep the distance, mm-hmm. all this shit goes away. Yeah, it, it, it's not the government's fault. No. It's our I fault. You can't blame them for that. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's it. Their fucking fault. I'm not fucking taking any responsibility for fucking mm. idiots. <laughs> oh, they um, are no fucking... Ah, just... As a community, we need to just cop on and go, right, yeah. but look, let's, like let's, not, let's kill this You're not being asked to go to fucking war, lads. No. You know, other generations have to fucking make sacrifices. All you're being asked to do, wear a fucking mask. Mm-hmm. Just keep a bit of distance. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah, simple as. Where is that like? And don't meet up in groups of fucking 300 and hug each other and slobber over each other. It's not going to stop them, man. Mm. The day that you're under first lockdown, it doesn't matter what happens, they're just going to keep yeah. it. That's a riot. Because they, they, they can't accept, oh, actually... Maybe my actions are contributing to this. Mm. I'm not going to be fucking told what to do by the government. Not fucking that's all. Blah, blah, blah. That's a rile of mine. And do you yeah. know what else has pissed me off? Yeah. Fruit flies. All right, there are a lot of them. Do you fruit flies in your house? Obviously, you don't. No, don't have a lot of fruit. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're I fucking the pissing fridge. me off. Yeah, that's what I've started. I had a fruit bowl and I went to take an apple out of it and all of a sudden I got like <laughs> 400 fruit flies and I have a fly swat on the back of the door and you go, you see a fruit fly and you go <laughs> but they're not small, they just fly through the fly swat. <laughs> Bastards! <laughs> I, I had a cool one down in the office one day. there was a fly in the office and a client sitting there and he- like this and he's had it for ages and he, he must have been at this for about fucking 10 or 15 minutes he was chatting away and then the fly and he'd be like that so the fly comes along and I just went like caught it I just threw it out the window I was like fucking ninja <laughs> I was like oh I'm so glad that worked that was so fucking cool because <laughs> if it didn't work out you'd look fucking stupid yeah I know I would look like a fucking idiot like, <laughs> you'd have to try it again I was like go, go, again. Tell, go tell people I did that <laughs> I was in therapy the other day. Oh, you want to see what Alan did? Oh, so fucking cool. <laughs> you need a good nickname now for that. Yeah. <laughs> the fly guy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty fly for a white guy. There you go. <laughs> Not so pretty fly anymore. <laughs> I didn't kill him. I would just put him out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. Buddhist in some way. <laughs> mm. Fair enough. Let's give you a few smiles, actually. Um, fruit flies. Yeah, lockdown. fruit flies. Yeah, lockdown has pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, our listenership. Mm. Wow, taken aback yeah. by that. Our listenership yeah, has yeah, just yeah, yeah. ballooned lately, which is yeah. fantastic, which means... You got the stats open, have you? No. Yeah, you open them there. But it's not to mm. bloody stroke our ego, but it's to, it's to make sure we're, we have a broader reach. And obviously more yeah, people yeah. are getting something yeah. out of this because we can tell that people are coming back and listening to it. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm delighted with that. 52% so, up in the last versus the previous 14 days. Unreal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's like... so, And that's down to whoever's listening to this right now. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, people you know, keep, keep telling people word of mouth, word that, of mouth seems it. to go a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. You've got people listening. That's great. And you know, you just sort of take it that people around the country are listening, but mm-hmm. it's around the world, like yeah. Ireland, the UK, the States, Australia, Canada, Germany, Colombia, Netherlands, New Zealand, Peru, India, 
Norway, Switzerland, Luxembourg, Mexico, Portugal, Singapore, Denmark, wow. Spain, France, Romania, Tunisia, United Arab Emirates, South Africa, Sweden, Italy, Finland, Brazil, Cyprus, Japan, Malaysia, Philippines, Panama, Vietnam, Poland, Saudi Arabia, Nigeria, Iceland, Indonesia, Czech Republic, Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Chile, Estonia, Greece, Hong Kong, Croatia, Hungary, Israel, Iran, and Malta. Wow. <laughs> like, that's fucking mental stuff. Like Unreal. Absolutely yeah. unreal. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I will pull you up on one thing, though. Oh. It it bugs me when people do this. It's just one of my little oh, things. It's it's not chilly. It's Chile. All right. Fair enough. I like that. I'll take that. All right. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be really pedantic, it's actually Chile. But, uh, no. yeah. No, I'm, and I'm often one <laughs> of my... Why, why, yeah, why, drop, why drop people say Chile? C-H-I-L-L-Y. That's Chile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chile. You know, Chile. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of my my silly yeah, fair play. Don't take that. But, uh, no, I've no problem being correct. But no, no, no. I'm like I'm, I'm I'm taking the piss a bit because I hate I hate people who try to correct your grammar. Do you call it Barcelona? Uh, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how they pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Bit yeah, of, yeah. Bit of yeah. um, yeah, bit of bit of cultural. Um, no harm. Understanding. Uh, but no, I, I do. I hate people who correct your grammar. They're just the lowest mm, of the grammar lowest. Nazis. Yeah, grammar Nazis. You know what I mean? Or um, like I, 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 I can be a bit of a grammar Nazi. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. Like. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't uh, pull people up on it. I wouldn't pull people. No, up no, people chilly. who. Yeah, no, people know? who pull it up. Yeah, yeah, like dickheads like that. People like you, know you like yeah, pretty much. People who pull people up on things like full circle, yeah, <laughs> like me. <laughs> Bit of shadow projection. I don't like people that are like me. <laughs> I can't own that hatred of myself, so I project it onto someone else. Absolutely, and I hate them for it. Like when I drive straight through roundabouts, and I go, I hate when people don't indicate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just drive straight over the roundabout. About. Yeah. <laughs> don't even use it again. I'm just fucking going straight over. Just ramped into the air. There you go. Juice of hazard shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, the stats, that, that really, um, uh, that gave me a smile this week. So it's great to see yeah, more people. Yeah, likewise. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm texting you every couple of days going, oh, there's another 500 and there's, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. Amazing. And it's great. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's, um, it, it's good to know that what we're doing is obviously resonating with people and, you know, that's, that's, a, that's mm. a big smile. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's give you another smile when was it about five years ago there was a young lad came in to me and he wanted to do work experience in radio and he was like uh, he was like a Jack Russell with ADHD you know oh, he wanted to know everything straight away and wanted to oh, do everything and yeah I like the enthusiasm but you're trying to kind of go right relax yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get the fundamentals out of the way before you're fucking, you're on 2FM. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we gave him a few bits and bobs to do and like small like production tasks and editing and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we spoke a lot about how, um, you know, you present on air and what you do, how you do it and the fundamentals of that and all that as well. So eventually I gave him a chance at doing overnights. Mm. Now, overnights are just graveyard shifts. You might yeah, have a yeah, yeah. hundred listeners at mm-hmm. the most. But I was driving from Grand Canyon to Vegas and I was flicking through the radios and I heard how the stations over in the US were doing it. And I went, that's what I'm going to do at night time when I get home. So um, I did that, but it was all pre-recorded. So it was all voice tracked, is what we mm, call it. Mm, mm. So um, I got a few people to do it, and I got him to do one uh, an hour, maybe a night or whatever, of just kind of random bits and bobs, small things, and kind of build from there. So, you know, we'd always be chatting about 
how to improve and how to um, develop yourself, creativity. Just like I'm always saying to people, just be different. Don't mm. be the yeah. same as the guy next to you. Be different. Yeah. You know, come at it from a different angle. You know what I mean? You like nobody wants to hear mm. the same person twice. You know, and uh, he came. And up you're never going to be as good because you're only copying someone else. That's it. Yeah. You know, you need to step out of the queue mm. and form mm. your own queue. You know. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, he was good. He was very, very creative and he came up with different things. And, you know, he was able to kind of look at things with the, what we call the prism effect. So you kind of look at things from different angles. And uh, eventually he got uh, one of the guys left and he got the late show and uh, did a lot of work with that and sounded very good. And then uh slot came up and beat 102 103 in waterford and he got that in evening slot there nice. and uh then eventually he got the lunchtime slot there he's always on lunchtime now at the moment broadcasting to the the southeast mm. and last week he was voted best radio dj in the country he won yeah oh fucking fair play i'm absolutely delighted for him but the thing the is protege <laughs> in the last three years i think he's won it twice and won silver once in three years. Mm. You know, the guy's absolutely fantastic. His name is Dave Hammond. And uh, big shout to Dave. He's uh, he's a brilliant presenter. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, I just, uh, I texted him the other night. And uh, he got back to me. And in fairness to him, he's very humble. Lovely guy. And he said, oh, thanks, Peter. I wouldn't be able to do it without your help. Oh, and I told him, ah, that's lovely. That gave me yeah, a big smile. Yeah. You know what I mean? To yeah. see that. You know, you can help somebody along the way, mm-hmm. or you can give somebody mm-hmm. rather than. I know we we spoke about it last week. I think we would cut it out because you made a balls or something. But we spoke about you know encouraging people, do. and uh, we spoke about you know not knocking people down, building people up rather than. Uh, you mentioned somebody who got a big job somewhere. That wasn't oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I didn't yeah. fuck it up. No, yeah. it's just uh, I was, <laughs> was I was yeah. I was privy to a scoop uh, that's not public knowledge. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that again when it is. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the individual is like, I do want that. I do want that shout out <laughs> when it's when it's announced. <laughs> really appreciate it um, <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah it's good you know what I mean it's it's just it's great to be able to give somebody that foundation mm. or that help to mm. go on mm. and achieve big things and you know yeah. he's a fantastic nice. guy he's a lovely yeah. guy so delighted we'll from yeah we'll reciprocate we'll take a plug back absolutely yeah <laughs> thanks Dave <laughs> we're available to go Dave. on all shows <laughs> I, I'm absolutely here to whore myself out of anything I can help with that'll bring more awareness to this podcast I'm all for it yeah. go for it yeah, yeah. Uh, right um, smile the royals mm-hmm. which one give me a royal a royal yeah where's my royals oh, don't tell me you have a list I do because oh, I'll be thinking of shit during the week it's like oh, I must mention that then I forget oh, oh, have no. you only tell them thanks oh I do actually I've Good got man. a man I've got a I've got a tell them thanks that's kind of like a, a royal as well um, <laughs> alright yeah I know it's a, it's a bit of a funny one um, the uh, the transfer window in football finished Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a Man United fan, and United signed a few players, blah blah blah. But one of the um, where's that coming from? That coming from me? That's oh, yeah. oh, that's me. Um, one of the uh, the Man United players. A lot of people were expecting him to go, and he didn't go. The following day, he just got a load of abuse online. 
Now, this guy is called Phil Jones, and he's there. He's with the club about nine years. Yeah, nine years. And he should have he should have been one of the best players United have. He should be captain of the club at this stage. But it never really worked out for him. He was injured mm. a lot. And but I just it sickened me the day after when a lot of... He was trending because people were giving him abuse. That Get out of the club. What are you keeping yeah, this yeah. guy? He's a disgrace. And then you got bigger sports companies and media broadcasting companies jumping on this bandwagon, putting up GIFs and funny images and ripping the piss out of him the guy never did anything mm. it's not like a, a Piers Morgan where you can go well look you brought it on yourself he doesn't come out publicly and say anything he's not he's not an Eamon Dunphy kind of a person mm. as well mm. where he comes out very opinionated mm. he just just part of the club you know yeah, and people yeah. feel the need to attack him so I, I tweeted him and I said Jesus the amount of hate towards Phil Jones after the transfer window vile abuse shown at him for no reason nobody should have to endure that why not thank him for the service he's given Manchester United Football Club in the last nine years he's always given his best in fairness hashtag tell him thanks and if he'd any common sense he would not see that because he'd be off social media God, <laughs> but it's just like what gets me is people I know we spoke about social Twitter media trolls, before man, yeah. yeah like fucking th- keyboard warriors this guy this guy he, he's a dad he's a husband he's a son he's a friend he's a brother mm. leave him alone you know, all he does is play football. All he does is play football. Okay, it didn't work out for him. He got injured a lot, or he's injured very easily. It's not his fault. I'm sure you know he what I mean? Choose to be injured. People giving out. Oh, he's on a, a hundred thousand a week. If work wants to give me a hundred thousand a week, I'm yeah, not going to say. Ah, no, no, hang on to it. Nah, last give you me the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just it, it, it sickens me. It absolutely sickens me the abuse that people think that they control at people because they're in. Uh, public life mm, mm. you know what I mean it just ah, it pissed me off and funny enough I, I probably get more trouble defending other people than <laughs> I get myself into trouble you know that and since school and since adulthood yeah I probably have I get in more trouble because if I see somebody been bullied somebody been picked yeah, on or whatever yeah, yeah. I'll never it's something I'll never endure because I cut it off at the knees yeah. because if somebody tries to, to say something I go you shut your mouth or else mm, apologise mm, for that mm. or else get out I'm not speaking to you yeah, yeah, if you want yeah. to talk to me again you'll apologise and then talk mm, okay? mm. you know, you're a fucking adult basically it that's what I do and so the, you know people who are more vulnerable they won't see it coming mm, mm. you know yeah so basically people on social media are just pissing me off attacking people for no reason and I know I'm not going to change the world I'm not going to make a difference here but you know it's just one of the things that pissed me off and did you ever have an argument with somebody on the internet nah the odd time you get into a few comments and stuff like that mm. Um, I've never done before and I was very mm. tempted to just follow the hashtag and just you know just kind of speak up on his behalf in a bit of a funny way and just go well look the money's not coming out of your pocket it's none of your bloody business you know leave the person alone but um, I thought you know something nobody wins <laughs> everybody just ends up annoyed if you argue on the internet and uh, I said ah, I'm not getting involved mm, mm. so there you go so that's uh, one of my riles slash um, tell them thanks there you go <laughs> right so that's me giving out there's my smiles riles my hashtag tell you thanks all done and dusted with mm. what's been going on with you let me hear riles uh, yeah I give you me fucking riles yeah <laughs> yeah so me riles it was going to be a fairly generic one um, I started playing a, a new game on the PlayStation called uh, Ghost of Tsushima it's uh, this samurai open world thing it's fucking gorgeous it's a beautiful beautiful game um, Cameron had told me about it ages ago he had, he had pre-ordered it and I was like man, I'll kind of wait 
And then I got it then during the week, and it's just fucking. So it's me smile, it's me smile and me royal. It's just a mm. beautiful game. Like it's stunning visuals, and you're a samurai in Japan, and you're fighting against the Mongols. And you know when you get to these boss levels and stuff, it goes to these really cool cutscenes, and it's shot like a samurai film. It's the close up, and he just flicks the sword out with a scabbard and stuff like that. Wow! And, and I was like, oh, that's fucking gorgeous. But I remember, uh, I remember a client who actually studied Japanese, and he lived in Japan for a while. And I was at the end of the session. We were just chatting away, and I, I had said to him, uh, oh, "Have you played that new samurai game?" I said, "Oh, Ghost of Tsushima." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he was telling me then about it. He goes, "Oh, you know, because uh, it wasn't a Japanese company that made it. People are people are complaining that it's cultural appropriation." Oh yeah, fuck's sake! And then he's like, "But like, all my Japanese friends think it's brilliant because it, you know, it highlights their culture and stuff like that." Mm. So my rival this week is white people. <laughs> you can have fucking nothing with them. They'll be fucking right. Like, can you not just fucking appreciate a good game and it's fucking br- you like? You can have fucking nothing. Oh, you can't say that. It's it's white people that fucking say what you can and can't say. Like, mm. fuck off. <laughs> fucking white yeah. people. They, they have me riled. <laughs> yeah, like we discussed this before on one of the the, the episodes. Uh, before I can't even remember, but. I, I always believe that people aren't offended they choose to be offended oh it's a total choice if people yeah, yeah, tell them yeah. you should be offended by that they go oh yeah, right, yeah, well then yeah. I'm offended by it <laughs> you know it's like the um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Simpsons now have um, uh, only people of colour voicing only people of colour you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Hank yeah. Zaria who used to um, voice yeah. like a poo and Karen, all these people yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and now yeah. they're they're being replaced by, mm, by other mm. actors like it's just it's it's. I suppose you won Alison Brie out of Community and um, that glow the glamorous ladies of wrestling she did one of the voices on Bojack Horseman mm. and she was coming out apologising for uh, voicing a Vietnamese character in a cartoon like and it's like what's the fucking difference like oh, who is it is it David Diggs or Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton one of them is the voice of a white woman in the in the cartoon Central Park. So, mm. you know, does that rule apply? Yeah. Are they not, you know, it's just fucking voice or it's just acting like. Yeah. You know, you know, Tom Hanks didn't have special needs in Forrest Gump. Like, <laughs> no. Hit the fucking break at you. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like, it's just fucking, I'll chill the fuck out, lads. Like, yeah. Um, you know, the guy who was in the E.T. costume wasn't an alien. Should we get yeah, an alien yeah. to fucking play the part? Well, I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's... Like, that's <laughs> like, where do we draw the line? Sake. You know, come yeah, on, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Relax, like, just yeah. fucking... Just like, I, don't, I don't mind anybody r- ripping the piss out of Irish people. You know, stereotypically mm. saying, you know, Irish people are drunk, they fight, they're loud, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I yeah, laugh yeah. at that, but, like, I'm, I'm willing to have the piss taken out of me. I don't mind... Mm, but mm. as long as you don't mind me taking the piss out of you, because it's not, it's not offence. You mm, know what mm. I mean? It's not. Uh, it's, it's just a bit of crack, just a bit of banter. Yeah, yeah. You know what so I mean? yeah, fucking white people let me right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that that was me. That was I was like, yeah, that's fairly minor because I was at the fucking people parking and disabled and um, mm. parents' spaces the week before, and then last week was um, hitting kids. Mm. And it's like, ah, I'll be nice in this. <laughs> this one's not too bad. They won't be going, Jesus, he's a cranky <laughs> bastard. But then last night I just had a, had a client and uh, just uh, going through the Irish courts as a father mm. and just having zero rights to his children and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck, cause I, you know, I, I've, I've been there. Yeah. Um, 
and you know that but I was like it's it's shocking like it's fucking shocking the stuff mm. that that fathers have to go through like like you have no rights you have no rights to your own to your own children like absolutely horrific yeah it's horrific you can't you know you just can't fathom this stuff like yeah um and and I've heard it I've heard it loads of times I've heard it loads of times in 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 sessions and um yeah, just yeah, and it's the same story. Mm. It's the same story. Yeah, um, we will. We we'll do an episode on it soon, all right? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Because it has yeah, to be uh, a, a yeah. major, a major thing. Um, yeah. What's made you smile? That's me, Royals. So me smiles. Yeah. So uh, again, I have to have to check my notes because some stuff that comes on me, stuff that comes on my. Uh, comes into my head during the week as like oh yeah I remember that and then you don't remember it <laughs> so I just yeah. started keeping notes on me <laughs> keeping notes on my phone uh, my other smile um, <laughs> so my daughter Adina is, is over in Canterbury and uh, I don't know uh, oh I was I was sharing the, the little meeting that, that you took recently uh, regarding the, the podcast I was just saying that was, I, won't get, I won't get into it but uh um, she's like, oh god, that's brilliant. And she's like, oh, I don't oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I yeah. didn't know what you're on about. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know whether to talk, we'll get about, to it talk or... about it soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we get the thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> um, so uh, it turns out she listened to the podcast. Oh, very good. And I was delighted by that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, do you? I said, do you listen? And she's like, obviously. Oh wow, um, brilliant. Yeah, she's like, I listen to it in work, and I have you know all the girls in work listen to it. She works. Um, she's a she's studying radiography over there she's a she's assistant to a radiographer in wow. uh, this private hospital over in Canterbury in Kent like proper mm. fucking posh English like um, I was like oh you have it on and um, so I was fucking delighted like <laughs> you know? Brilliant, there, yeah. there's big moments when, when your kids get older there's big moments as a parent and one of them is when your kids accept you on Facebook as a friend. <laughs> they accept your friend request. <laughs> so that was, that was a good one. But, yeah. you know, but that was, I was just delighted. I was like, that, that really made me smile. And then she says, oh, one, one of the girls was like, oh my God, his accent is so sexy. Is he oh, that sexy in go. real life? Here we <laughs> so go. Like, you could, yes, you yes, had, I you am. had to put that in. You had to put that in. <laughs> but you? that's what you said. She's like, one of the girls, I was like, I was, cause I was thinking, well, that's fucking ironic because someone else was listening to the podcast during the week and was like, oh my God, you have such a Kildare accent. <laughs> Oh yeah, you'll never you'll never lose that accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is he that sexy in real life? Yes, yes. I, I, I remember we did an interview with a guy co-worker. for um, uh, what was it for? Was it for a magazine or something like that? Yonks ago, and um, he was a uh, he was from Washington, and I was late to the gig. So yourself and Shane did an interview with him, and then after the gig, I hung around to do my bit of the interview. It was in I think it was in Eamon Doran's actually, and um, I remember chatting to the guy after a lovely guy. And um, he said to me, he said, oh, it's great to chat to you about this. I says, oh, yeah, no problem. And he goes, uh, can I tell you, it was actually fairly difficult to talk to the guys because they sounded like machine gun fire. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, they're from Kildare, you know. Oh, I'm from well, the... At least I know there's someone in Canterbury that thinks my fucking accent is my Irish accent, Kildare accent. Well, I tell you something. So. You look at the stats. We nearly have as many UK listeners this month as Irish listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, they're all, they're all Adina, thanks for that. Fair play yeah, to you. Thanks, Dee. Yeah. <laughs> Putting everyone onto my sexy Irish accent. Adina, Adina would be great. Like, Adina would be... You know, we'd be texting and she's like, well, 
any dating? I'm like, no, no. And she's like, well, you, you even texting anyone? I'm like, no. And she's like, ah, da. What are you like? I'm like, for fuck's sake, like, <laughs> give me a fucking break here. Like, Do you ever find so, that it, it kind of comes the moment when you're, your girl, she's your eldest, does she become your kind of carer in a way? You know, she's looking out for you and she's... Nah, um, she would have always been like that. You know? Right, okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, the women naturally will yeah, yeah, tend to yeah, look after yeah. her and yeah, exactly. people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's... Uh, but, but she'd be all on for me, like, you know, like, you need to fucking, you need to meet someone, like, you know, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing, like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she's um, she's a good good supporter and she supports the, the, the podcast, so thanks, Dee. Fair play, absolutely. Thanks to all our co-workers for listening. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think of these two cranky fucking outlads. Oh yeah, I'm not an outlad. I'm not an outlad yet. I'm you're not up to your... Huh? You're middle-aged. Middle no, I'm not. Sure. I'm not in your generation. I'm the generation before you. What are you on about? I'm what a millennial, you know motherfucker. I'm a millennial. Everybody you're the fucking me. problem with the world. That's what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's fucking me forging a path and you come along and fuck it all up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is called a cranky old fella. <laughs> so now... Ask me, ask me bollocks. <laughs> I, I want that to be our catchphrase. I, I popularised that and you, you, you gave it to me last week then as well when you pulled me up on it. Was it Bob's Burgers? I was in about... You're like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Ask me bollocks. I was like, somebody, I want that, somebody I want that to catch that on. Up. Somebody posted it up on Facebook and I tried to tag in it but I couldn't and then I, I'd know if I lost interest or I got distracted <laughs> but somebody had actually had asked me bollocks on Facebook Lord. and I thought yeah, ah yeah. here I better and then I don't know whatever the child probably screamed yeah. for something you yeah, know? I am a fucking I'm not cranky I'm officially fucking middle aged man like you know if I live to 86 I'm middle aged that's not a bad. fucking hard realisation I'm middle aged to live to yeah. I'd take fairness. fucking 86 yeah, fucking right yeah. yeah yeah yeah. still be on Tinder <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking too fussy I'm too fussy I need that's to when they're beaming it. you into households then you're yeah, just a hologram yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, I'm gonna get one of them fucking I'm gonna get one of them sex robots or something like that like, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking just you know there'll be some sort of there'll be something you know technology always just blazes mm. away so I don't know <laughs> be beamed into a robot or something like that I'm alright I'm alright on my own I can, I can wait <laughs> so come here what have you learned over the last uh, 20 episodes well, it's a, yeah yeah just the 20th, just the 20th episode yeah. so the last 19 um, you know as a as a psychotherapist like uh, mm. have you learned Anthony from here or are you sitting back going ah sure I know all this shit anyways there's a, there's a part of that but I've what, what I've learned is how much you've learned and I okay. don't mean that I don't mean that to sound patronising mm-hmm um, no, like I came in here with a blank canvas. Like, yeah, so yeah. If I didn't learn anything, there'd be something yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you know, you, but you hear it and you, you hear it in in the stuff you're saying. Then as, as oh, the well, episodes go yeah. on, like you know, from you know, you I listened back to the first episode, and um, you know, you were there. Oh, I asked the stupid questions. Don't worry about that. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, you have the knowledge now, and you, you mentioned this in in last week's session of you know the way you're looking at things differently and. Um, stuff like that. Mm. Um, so you know that that struck me as of how much you comment now and how how much um, knowledge you have around the subject. Okay, yeah. Well, like I, said, I don't mean that, I don't mean that to sound patronising. No, no. Um, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, it's funny. You know, like last week. Um, yeah, I was saying that to you, and you said to me, um, sometimes you're better off ignorant. You know, to what's going on around. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's funny. But has there ever been anything in particular that that shocked you as a psychotherapist? Mm, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they can go from the trivial things, you know, to the horrific things. When you say horrific? Oh, when you're talking abuse, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Um, You know, parents kicking their fucking children in the ribs when they're down on the ground. And, you know, that's Mm. just one I heard this week. Jesus Christ, right. Stuff like that. And then from the parent or from the child? From the child. Right, you know, yeah. uh, well, the now, now an adult, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, stuff like that. I mean, that's and that's not uncommon. Like, mm. you know, I, I hear that stuff. So those things to the to the, you know, and that's physical abuse and that's fucking that's bad. The sexual abuse, mm. to how people are treated, uh, yeah. So stuff like that. You know, you just that like that client last night. Um, you know, looking for custody and things to you know that the ex does and you know how little he can do about it and stuff like that and as I said that's that's stuff I've heard loads of times yeah you know the, so you know things like that and, and it's not that you get desensitized to it but you, you know it's like yeah I've heard this kind of stuff before and and the sexual abuse and stuff like that you think or the physical abuse you think oh that's the fucking worst I've ever heard until someone else comes in and you're like Jesus fucking Christ like I thought yeah. I thought the last one was as bad as it got um, Does it ever bring you down, though? Um, no, not not necessarily. Um, you know, people always ask me that. Like, it's like, oh, how do you, you know, how do you just shut off from all of that? Mm. It's like, it's like, I, I shut it in the office. You know, once I leave work, mm. I leave it there to the point. Like when I'm home, you know, sometimes, well, the, the signal in my house is shit. Like, so um, I, I, you know, I can't take phone calls. Because I just keep breaking up, so I'm, but I think thing. that helps. I think that helps. Mm. Yeah, so I'll make the call when I get down to the office or stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I think really having that that separation between that's the office and this is home, and the other side of it then as well. Next client in, they require your full attention. Mm. You know, you can't you can't carry it all because you have to be present and you have to be there for the next person. Yeah, and you know you have, have those few minutes in between, and that client's that that clients know what to wrote up and and then it's the next person mm. so yeah you have to be fully present for um for whoever's next in the, the door. next person yeah mm. one of the things i think i've learned the most from the last 19 episodes is um it's not about what's wrong with you it's what's happened to you absolutely you know because you before you'd look at somebody and you go ah what's wrong with them oh they're a bit crazy or they're whatever or they're they're odd, you know, or they're well, stay away from them or whatever. Mm. You know, not their fault. Yeah, it's yeah, the fault yeah. of the environment around them, the environment yeah, they were brought yeah. up in, and you know, it's um, they're made yeah. this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our brains are shaped by experience, and when you mm. have experiences like that, that shapes who you are. That literally shapes your brain. Mm. Yeah, that was another thing, actually, you know, something I, I always thought your brain was just to move your limbs and think, mm, <laughs> you know, mm, mm. Um, I never knew your that's brain. The, that's was the there. brain stem. That's the bottom part of your brain. That's that's what that's for. That's right. That okay. for. Yeah, that's yeah, only yeah. the bottom part. Jesus. Yeah. You know, I never knew your brain was there to protect you, mm. you know, to put yeah. things in place to make sure, OK, this isn't going to happen again. Mm, I'm not mm. going to fall for that again. And I'm going to protect myself against this person or this kind of person or whatever because yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. feel like that again. And yeah. it's amazing. I, I, I genuinely never, ever thought of it before. But obviously, it leads to problems down the line. It leads to, like, anxiety, low self-esteem, that kind of stuff, depression. Yeah, you know, yeah. When you, the brain that's saying, 
you're not going to fool me twice. Mm. And then you have to, obviously, when you're talking to you or you're doing your CBT or mindfulness or whatever, you're telling your brain, no, 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 no. That was a once off. Let's try and rewrite that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. let's think a di- different direction. You know, mm. it's, it, it, yeah, definitely. That's one of the things I, I really taken out of uh, this podcast so far. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and look, you mentioned the self-esteem there, you know, and, and Carl, you know, Carl touched on it last week of, of his own and his own low self-esteem, and mm. you know, he knew what every crack in the pavement looked like because he just walked with his head down, and you know, that's you know your your value of self, you know, that's that's how it manifests, mm. you know, you that's how you see yourself, you know, I I made the the comment of you know. Oh, you know, I was apologising for him being assaulted on the night out. You know, you know, nearly yeah. gone. You know, I met, I met the joke. Oh, allow me to to headbutt your foot. You know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you kicking me in the head, like yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah. that's the self esteem. That's that's the, mm. that's the impact that that has. Yeah. Um. And you know, you you see these common themes, like you know, for 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 Carl Lassie. Uh, as you look at the guests we've had on, what what has been your thoughts, or what what have you taken away from any from any of them? Mm. I was so happy with how open our guests were and how willing mm. to talk mm. they were because as I said earlier if you're talking you're helping somebody Yeah, you yeah. know there's somebody else out there going I've been through that mm. and mm. nobody's going to mock you for having mental health issues or struggles everybody has them you know yeah. I've I've often thought that mental health issues were people with serious psycho problems where psychiatric you know, issues yeah where you kind of lean away from them or whatever but everybody suffers yeah. Everybody suffers something. Everybody you know hurts. I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it's recognizing that and recognizing that if we can help a few people, then there may be some happier people in the world. You know, as you said before, you know, you that incredible story about the letter you have in your office from somebody yeah, who said yeah, they were going yeah. to take their life, and yeah. you know, uh, in a relationship, and they've had kids since. You know, it's, yeah. it's an incredible yeah. thing to be able yeah. to do. You know, here's here's another one. Here's one I got. Mm. Uh, we got a message um, last night. It says, um, your podcast has opened my eyes to a few things. One of those things being single dads. Obviously, I view parenthood from my point of view, never really thought about it from a dad's perspective. Because of that, I wrote a note to my son's dad to apologize for making things harder for him in the past and thanking him for always being there for his son. You dads deserve to be appreciated more, especially the ones who are actually dads in action as well as name. Oh, that's lovely. If nothing else happened from fucking 20 episodes. Wow. That's fantastic. There's, you know, a mother and a father of a child and that the mother has reached out to say thanks to the single, to the the dad. Like, I'll take that that for all the hours I put into this. Nothing else happened. Yeah. You know, I I, I would take that. I would take that message. Which, you know, during a breakup, things can get very dirty and very messy. Hurt, Hurt people, hurt people. Absolutely. And for somebody to actually go which never really happens when you have a row with your partner, your wife or your husband. Mm-hmm. But for somebody to go, hold on for a second, actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was I was wrong. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do realize, you know, you, you do love your kids. And, you know, if that's all you have in common anymore is love for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it's fantastic. You know, yeah. it's, but it's, you know, rather than looking for point scoring and going, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hit you where it hurts. Yeah, you well, know, that's like, it. And look, some people, you know, I'd say, you know, you really see a person's true colours when they can use a child as a weapon. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when that's, yeah. 
you know, well, both sides, whether it's fathers or mothers. Of course, yeah. That, you know, they, that the kids are caught in the middle. Mm. You know, it's like, don't fucking do that shit. You can fucking hate each other. You can deplore each other. You can call her the biggest cunt. You can call him the biggest bastard. Mm. Just don't do it in front of the kids. Yeah. That's yeah, all. yeah. Don't fucking put the kids in that position. Mm-hmm. So if we've done nothing else, that wow, message yeah. is like, thank you. Wow. You that's know, fantastic. That's, that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Brilliant. Delighted to hear that. Absolutely yeah. delighted. Um, yeah, like th- that's another one as well. You know, I never really considered it as much as I did since we had the conversation around kids and all that, where your child's environment is so is so important. Mm. The environment you bring your kids up in, the, the things you say to them, you know, the small little things, even the um, child falls on the ground, you know, it, your instinct was to go over and go, oh, for fuck's sake, let me fall on the mm. ground, mm. get up, will you? Mm. You know, but no, all it needs a hug and to be told, go on, up again. Yeah. All it just takes is just having to think about it. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to bring you don't have to bring your kids to Disneyland. You don't have to have big holidays. You just gotta be there for them. Mm, that's it, yeah. They'll remember you. You just have to be you, present. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. you know, that's I'd often say kid, kids don't want presents. They want your presence. Yeah, those are going on. Just be there. That's uh, all I they think want. was it Michelle made a good point as well. She said, um, uh, something Michelle like Michelle McGuire woman yeah, from yeah Vets Best Ireland that's right she um, she said if just spending 10 minutes one on one time with your kids a day I think reduces their um, uh, their outcome of uh, mental oh, illness by about, like 20% um, or something she had gone to some talk from some sociologist or something like that mm. she'd made the comment of fathers spending time with oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with their children even just 10 minutes a day and, and the impact that that has mm. we, we'll cover that we will do an episode on fathers yeah. and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll share a lot of the research around all of that, that. And there was another interesting one she said as well actually where I think I, she's, I, I, can't, I can't even remember if I made the final cut or what I'm not 100% sure did she say it off when we were chatting before mm-hmm. or after but she said um, it's in the dad's DNA to protect and feed the family mm-hmm. and that's going mm-hmm. back to Stone Age yeah while, yeah, yeah you know yeah. only in no, the last I think few that was years in the episode. Yeah, again, maybe it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but in the last few years there's been a lot of pressure on dads to be the nurture be the care be the feeder mm-hmm. and all this when it's not in your DNA mm-hmm. you know and this is only something that's happened in the last few years let's say decade or so yeah while i, I, I thought uh, as i and this, this you know this is an interesting thing as well of how you remember it versus how i remember it mm. uh, and you know versus the truth uh i i thought the point you made around that was uh the kind of loss of identity for men because they're no longer needed to be the protector they're no longer needed to be the provider because okay. the woman can go out and work uh, you know there's child miners or crash or whatever like that mm. I, 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 thought, I thought as as I look back I thought that was the point you made uh, mm. I haven't listened to the episode since since it had come out but I thought that was the, again that 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 sociologist I think that, that she went to see I think I think she spoke about it in in that same aspect mm. that's you know the, the role of men has changed you, you you know you don't have a purpose anymore yeah yeah you're, you're not needed to be the provider because I can just go and make my own money yeah. So all these millions of years of evolution have uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What what you, what your drive is? Yeah. Mm. That, yeah. That's how I remember. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. You're probably right. Case. Maybe yeah. I picked it up. No, no, no that's that's I am. Um, you know, you're the way you remember it. But it's that's an interesting thing around memory, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. How you remember? How I, I remember? How I remember? Like we well, often yeah. say, there's three sides to every story. Mm. My side, your side, the truth. The truth. Yeah. 
Um, another thing you said there a while ago, which you thought was very good about, um, just a small little thing about uh, leaving the only turning the light on you need in your office. <laughs> you know, really? yeah, um, I thought that that resonated. Now things mightn't hit me straight away, but I could yeah. be putting the bins out, and I'd go, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> you know, yeah, or, yeah. I remember that conversation or it pops into my mind somehow. But um, mm. yeah, it's something I started to do recently. Just been a little bit more environmentally conscious. You know, recycling. <laughs> the little things you can say. It's, yeah, that's yeah, but yeah. It's, it, it's the small things. Um, mm. But I'm kind of hoping the small things will snowball. You know, it'll go from doing this to doing this to doing this. Yeah, Eventually, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just doing things without even thinking about it. That's more um, productive for the environment. There's less emissions. Mm, there's less mm. pollution. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just cleansing the place as well. And go, right, I don't use that anymore. That's gone, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to mm, worry about that. Mm. Just small little things. And then kind of hoping that in time that the kids will pick up on it. It's something they'll do. Yeah, you know, make sure that they'll always recycle. They'll always, absolutely, they'll always compost food. And, yeah. You know what I mean? So just, yeah, small little things like that. So I thought that was good. Cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, not leaving the lights on when you, you don't need them. And apart from everything, it's costing you bloody money. Yeah. You know, well, you have to do that now. You're, you're a dad. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. yeah. Turn off the fucking immersion. Turn off that light. <laughs> The heating has gone up by one degree. You know? Don't touch the thermostat. <laughs> and then the lad next door come in and go, Peter. Yeah. I don't touch your house thermostat. slightly warmer. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Jersey>, come on. Hashtag <laughs> um, dad life. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah uh, but that's uh, but that's life, man, isn't it? It's amazing how like mm. you know, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't doing that flogging an environmental cause i was just like this you know that was that was what i had mentioned that was our own beliefs mm. of because i'm a buddhist and i try to try to be a compassionate i try to be environmentally conscious that results in turning off only turning on one yeah, light yeah. versus turning on the big switch which turns on six lights yeah yeah but and you know it, it, like i was thinking about it as well in terms of you know recycling and that and um, you know, we have a recycle bin, we have our waste bin, this and this, and they go, right, but look, they emptied a whole lot into the one place anyway, so why bother? Mm, mm. And that may be, but I'm still going to do it this way. Yeah, just, just do your bit, man. Absolutely. That's all, That's all I'm going to do. You know? If everyone, you know, be the change you want to see in the world, as mm. Gandhi said that, you know, if you just do your bit and everyone just did their bit, same, same with the COVID. If everyone wore their mask, if everyone washed their hand, if everyone kept social distance, it'll go yeah. away. Virus doesn't move, people move. Mm. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. goes away. That goes, yeah, yeah. That's a great one, actually. You know, be the change you want to see. That's fantastic. Yeah. I like yeah, that I try, one. And I, I, try to, I try to live by that. You know, I try yeah. to be genuine. I try to be a good person. You know, I try to do as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Not for any applause, just to just do my little bit. And if you take that, you know, if you hear a little thing like that and you do that, great. Yeah, yeah. Do the kids see that? Oh, yeah, they do that. They do it. They do it automatically. Don't even yeah. think about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say to you as well? There's another good one. It was the, the rule of three. We were talking about during, uh was it CBT or when maybe before that is where you go, right, um, what do I see? I see a tree. I see... Ground, oh, just a ground you. Yeah, that I often find one, it. I think maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I often yeah, found it's, like it's five, five things. So you, you kind of work down of five. First of all, I've five things three. you can see, five <laughs> things you can smell, five, yeah, you know, yeah. five things you can touch. Then four, you know, it's about bringing you down. Okay, down. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I I started doing that when I'm um, like work is very very busy. My work is like Vishnu with all the hands. Yeah, yeah. Constantly yeah. going, working everything and doing this and this has to be mm-hmm. done, this. And everything's mm-hmm. time sensitive, so it has to be done now, 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 and it has to be blah, blah, blah. 
I often find that sometimes you get muddled and you go, Jesus, like a head stuck in here, haven't moved from the chair in ages. Right, what was it going to do? I forget. <laughs> okay, well, let's, tell you, let's just have a look around. Tell me what you see. Tell me the sensations you feel, you know. Yeah, just ground it. Just brings it back into the And then you moment. go, oh yeah, that's what it was going to do. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah so just being that's, mindful. That's what I'm starting yeah, to do. Yeah, mindful, yeah, because yeah. you're not all in your head. Mm. Not all in your head thinking about the 20 Get out of like, your head and... Just bring yeah. it back into now. Yeah. I can feel the chair under my arse. Mm. feel my feet on the floor. I can feel my feel a chair at my back. Mm. So straight away, I'm back in the present moment. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do with people with anxiety. Get them living out of their fucking head. Get them back into the body mm. of just being grounded. Just yeah, being yeah. back in the present moment. a great idea, yeah. Definitely. Mm. It's so simple. So simple. Though. Yeah, yeah. But that's simple. We fucking complicate things. Yeah. You know, I said, I said, I said it all the time. We're just fancy animals. We need to get back to that that part of just being in the present moment. Mm. You know, if a dog's hungry, it eats. If it's tired, it sleeps. If it's thirsty, it drinks. We need to get back to that. Oh, I just don't have time. Yes, I don't have fucking time to be sleeping. I don't have time to be doing that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, make fucking time. Trying to worry about everything that's going to happen yeah, or not yeah. going to happen or things in the future and preparing yeah, for the future. Yeah. You know, it does it bogs you down. Yeah. Um, Actually, as we talk about the anxiety, I had a client in yesterday and um, I'd mentioned her before that she'd started to listen to the podcast mm. and she said, oh, about the cat. You can't walk a cat. And that, that, yeah, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, oh, I listened to your episode on anxiety. I was like, he's talking about me. I didn't know I had anxiety. Wow. Yeah. And did you discuss anxiety and... Yeah, it never come up. She's wow. like, you know, she said, I always just thought I was a warrior. I was a bit of a warrior. I said, well, well after listening to that, she, said, and I've, she says, I've listened, to the, I've listened to them all. I said, but well, I keep listening back to that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so wow. again, look, there's someone that has the information that can do yeah. something about it now. Yeah. Um, I just want to do some good with this, man. That's 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 all I want that's to do. That's the like, intention. You know, Absolutely, spread, yeah. spread some information uh, as far as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, you get you get the feedback, stuff like that. It's 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 good, like you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's always great to hear. But again, let's just try and get it out to as many people as possible, and hopefully yeah. more people will benefit from it. And you so know, please, everyone like, see the good. please everyone share. There you, and, go. Uh, you know, we're we're not we're not asking that just to be superficial. Social media fucks everything up. Like we, you need shares <laughs> to get it to see. Like you, you, Facebook will probably only show whatever you put up to ten percent of people that like or follow your mm-hmm. follow your stuff like you need the likes and you need the comments and you need the shares so um, if this has helped you just give a like give a comment give a share that's mm-hmm. what we're asking for you know? fe- facebook want money basically yeah. so, they're a business yeah, you have, so basically, like anyone they're yeah, a business they're a we're business, not a business yeah. we're just their two business guys. is pay us and we will show what you do for free to the people who want to see it yeah. That's that's their that's their model. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And you can't fault them. That's that's their business. Well, know? they have a business. No yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's how they work. But you know, that's why you need the likes, you need the comments, and you need the you need the shares. Mm. It means a lot or a retweet and stuff like that. Yeah, Simple. absolutely. Yeah. One of the episodes that'll always stay with me, I think, is the uh, the one on sexual abuse with um, Chris Pender. Chris. Yeah. It was, um, you know, it was it was a big eye opener, a big it big eye opener. Um. I think the fact that Chris didn't know he was being groomed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... Well, you wouldn't, you're a child. No, that's it, you know, and you, um, you know, you, you spoke about it, and then he said, okay, well, look, let's call it, I was groomed. And that just kind of, um, I just thought it was, it was amazing on your behalf, as a professional, that you're able to go, right, but look, let's bring it back here, let's talk about this. Um, sometimes people are groomed to do this, 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 mm, and mm. he said, "Okay, well, that was it." 
you know what I mean? And um, I just thought that kind of took me back, back a little bit by you. And I told you before, I think you're a very intelligent person. You're highly intelligent. I don't think you realize how intelligent you are. But when I seen you in action that time, I kind of went, fuck, Alan is just excellent at what he does. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it just it blew my mind a bit, and it still does. Um, but that episode was just, and in fairness to Chris, he came out and he was totally honest about everything. And it yeah, would be a yeah, very, yeah. very difficult yeah. subject to talk about. I can only, mm. geez, I couldn't even imagine. But, yeah. um, you know, and another part of it was uh, and how people can groom society. And you had a great little saying there. You said... Um, uh, something like uh, often people with the darkest secrets shine the brightest. Oh, the ones that the ones that shine the brightest of the darkest shadows. Yeah, which you know, I, I don't know if that's yeah. accurate from a physics point of view, but I think it's a catchy. It's my yeah, own. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you and know. Chris, yeah, you're grooming society. Yeah, this is all, you know. I see, you see all these, yeah, all the these pastors person. and all this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah. in the states, and then they're fucking involved in some underground sex ring and stuff like yeah, that yeah. Like, you know it's all about managing and it's all about that persona versus the shadow look at Jimmy Savile you know he'd a, yeah, he'd yeah, a, yeah. Um, apparently he'd a line straight to the queen Fuck. nobody could get him you know he raised millions and millions and millions for yeah, charity yeah, but yeah. on the side I'm not even going to mention what he was doing yeah yeah you yeah. can find out if you want but yeah Horrific. Yeah, look, and the thing, yeah, you know, thanks, thanks very much, man. Thanks for saying, that. I really, really appreciate it. That's not nice at all. Like, it's it's your work. You're you've done it. You know yeah. what I mean? But the thing is, like, I let so much slide when we have guests on. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, I could, yeah, you can't. I could dig yeah. in there, but I, I don't want to open them up to that. I don't want to expose them. You know, I will, I will sometimes ask. That. I will say stuff like the grooming and stuff like that. But there is, yeah, there is things where I was like, if. And in my head, I'm going off. Like if I could get at that in a session, like we could do, you know, that would, yeah, that yeah. would be some big stuff. But I, you know, you don't want to, you don't no, want to no. put people out there, like you no, know, like that. Not. I would love to. I would love to be able to do a proper kind of session. Yeah. But yeah, you, I just let them slide. Yeah. You know, I, let them, yeah. I, I think I think Chris uh, Chris kind of copped it. He he said him on all feels like a bit on a. I mentioned about did he That's think he right, was yeah. looking for a father figure? Yeah, yeah, that uh, was another thing that blew my mind male. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairness, yeah. yeah. Mm. And he goes, oh, I feel like I'm in a session, and you know, I'm going to deflect now. I'm using humor. Like, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. let it off. You know, you know, just yeah. I, I let I let a lot slide. <laughs> well, I suppose you have to in a way because like your your therapy takes weeks, months, possibly years. Mm. You can't mm. do it in a forty five minute conversation no. on a podcast because mm. you're going to open wounds and yeah, they're exactly. not going to be closed. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm conscious of that. And look, I always yeah. I always check in with anyone we've had on. You do in fairness, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else have you learned? Uh, well, I, I listened back to the first one. I listened mm. back to the first one, and I learned. You know, we've held true. We, we said it. I, I said it at the start that, you know, I didn't want this to be a therapy session. I didn't want this to be work. Mm. I wanted to be having a chat with my friend. We happened to be talking about um, uh, mental health. Mm. Uh, I, I said it about you know in terms of us rapping. It was like it was all in our own accents. We didn't talk about. American stuff. We didn't talk about things we didn't do, things we didn't know. Mm. You know, you know, it's the old hip hop saying, you know, you keep it real, and it's like, you know, we just try to be genuine in that. And and, mm. and I said, I listened back, and I said in the first episode, like, I just hope we can, we can do the same with this, just yeah, be genuine. Yeah. And and I think we, I think we've held true to that. You know, we haven't, you know, we haven't compromised ourselves. You know, some of the early stuff we sent to people, and they were giving feedback, and we're like, you know, with the cursing and stuff like that, and it was like, no, nah, look. This is what's making us different. Mm. This 
and it's not oh why is just curse no but we're just real and it's just this is how we talk it just just comes out yeah i yeah. often find that it helps our guests as well if they know they can curse they'll open up more yeah exactly yeah you know i presume you don't you don't say in session you're not allowed to curse sir you know no, some, sometimes people call it, oh jesus sorry for cursing it's like go for it Let it out, you curse yeah. you curse if you curse yeah. i'll curse you know, because like, you're okay. conscious of something you're holding something back yeah yeah if you normally curse and you stop cursing then you're you're conscious of it so you're going to be conscious of other things yeah yeah you're not going to open I, up as much you know a client said to me yesterday they were talking about the podcast or something like that and and he had mentioned that goes oh um people who curse tend to be more honest yeah that interesting was, that, was, yeah. that was something yeah mm. like, yeah you know so well, i think we've always been honest we've always been genuine you know we've we've shared our lives and it's mm. and it's resonated with people and you know someone asked me during the week like oh i listened to uh, i listened to the episode about suicide in your own story and i was like you know how do you feel about that it's like I feel grand like yeah <laughs> you know but um you know but like what are friends or family have said and yeah like and in my head i'm going my family don't fucking talk about that and so no one's going to say it <laughs> <laughs> we're an irish family we say yeah, nothing exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> big elephant in the room no, i don't come into yet <laughs> so but i, I don't mind you know because i've spoken mm. about it in my own therapy i process all this i'm not leaving myself exposed yeah. i'm not you know walking away scared by it it's like yeah. this was my experience Maybe it's been your experience. Maybe it maybe it resonates with people. Mm. Um, when the fir- when the first episodes went up, I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit oh, I was I was the first one going to, I was going to be, but yeah, you know you you know you wanted to tell my story, and I was very conscious of, oh, I don't want this to be fucking self indulgent now, and it's just like oh, just have a fucking podcast. Did you ever feel after any of the episodes, um, you know, because sometimes when you chat and, you know, it's with our guests as well, I think every guest we've ever had said, that felt good, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Suffered, yeah. But sometimes you'll think about it the next day and you go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that or, oh, but I, oh how did I come across here? Did you ever feel mm. that way? Um, Probably not, if I can't think of it. Sure no, and in fairness, you would have stuck with me. You've taken to it very, very easily and very naturally. You know what I mean? Because you get it. You get media. You know what I mean? I, I know. Look, it's only a podcast, but at the same time, if you were to get all the people who've listened to our podcast and put them in front of you, and you're on stage, you'd go, "Holy Jesus!" <laughs> you know, you'd, yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd yeah. get weary. But yeah. um, I often find that people on radio or TV um, will dissect everything and go, oh, "Jesus, no, I shouldn't have said that." Maybe I shouldn't. Mm. Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, God. Because I think now it is more so than ever. You could say something and you'll be forever known as that person or you'll trend online or yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll go viral. While yeah. years ago, it was just a mistake uh, you, or it was something that was said. And, and yeah, that yeah. You know, I, I've, things stay around forever. Yeah, I've, I've been. Uh, I spoke about this. I had my own therapy session. I was talking about um, the podcast and I was gone and we mm. had the meeting and stuff like that. And. Um, you know, I was kind of like, if it gets too big, is it going to get to the point where we can't fucking say anything? You know, because um, I listened to the two Johnnies, the Adjaman, uh, James Haskell, is that his name? The English rugby player? Rugby player, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a bit of an arrogant bollocks, but doesn't <laughs> apologise for it. But, you know, he was true to, you know, he was genuine and, you know, like, oh, fuck them, I don't care. He's, you know, very much lads, lads, lads. You know, with all the lads. Yeah. Under, with the girls. Giving it all of that, like. Yeah. Um, but he, he had had a sponsorship for years with Land Rover. And they they pulled the sponsorship after him and the, him and the wife did a kind of very safe 
BDSM kind of photo shoot for the 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 cover of one of the lifestyle magazines and one of the newspapers. Mm. And they were like, "This isn't the this isn't the kind of image we want to portray." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, this sex is like I hate to break it to you, but uh, if Land Rover owners didn't have fucking sex, you wouldn't have more Land Rover owners. <laughs> um, you know, and he's like that. You know, you have to watch what you say, and yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, it's that kind of thing. So I've been sort of conscious to, well, you know, do, do we get too big? That you know, we have to. And then I'm like, I, you know, I've gotten to the point, and you know, this maybe this is my old age. I don't really give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got into that point, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. being a grumpy old man. You know, you spend so much of your fucking life worrying about mm. offending people or saying the wrong thing. You know, nothing we're saying here is unless I'm fucking going into people hitting their kids and stuff like that. Like, uh, but we're not being malicious. You know, when we talk about something, and you know, you said it on the LGBT uh, episode. You know, I'm, I'm not doing. You know, I'm, I'm I'm afraid of offending people, but I'm not trying to offend them. Mm. You know, it comes down to your intent. It comes down to your motivation. You know, if I'm saying you're a fucking dickhead because you hit your kids, I'm saying that. To you. I'm saying I want malice. Stop fucking hitting your kids. Like, mm. you know. But if I say something that's just a genuine mistake, I'm not saying that with malice. Yeah. You know. I know so what you mean, yeah. I've got to the point where I'm like, we put it out there. If it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it's okay. Yeah. But what, what, and you know, what's constantly the feedback we're getting is, thanks for being so open about this. Thanks for telling it like it is thanks yeah. for being true to it thanks for being genuine and that's that's what I've tried to maintain throughout the whole thing and you know it, it, it's just gotten to that point where as I said maybe it's an age thing you know mm. you just get to that point where going, I just don't fucking care like just fucking relax lads well just for fuck's sake like. but if you've reached that point have you um it means you're kind of, um, you know, you're you're nearly at one with yourself where you go, right, well, look, I know I'm a good person. I'm happy yeah, with what yeah. I do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm going to do what I do. And after that, I couldn't give a fuck because I know yeah. in my heart and heart, I'm a good person, decent human being, only yeah. have good intentions. If yeah. somebody takes me up wrong, that's it. Yeah, and look, a lot, a lot of I that comes from the, from the from the confidence of the job as well. Like, you know, uh, another client there uh, a couple of weeks ago had said about listening to the podcast, and she she mentioned a, a particular social media influencer, and she's like, like, who are they to be talking about? Like, mm. you know, I said, at least you, at least you know what you're talking about. You know, and I was like, I don't think she'd caught up with the reason ones. I was like, well, you can, <laughs> you'll hear me fucking going in on them again. <laughs> but, you know, I, and I think that comes from it's the confidence of, you know, and I know how many people have helped and I know, mm. you know, I'm confident in what I know. And, you know, and, you know, I'm not trying to be a fucking arrogant prick around it. I'm just trying to yeah. share that information and um, just do do the best I can. And like that, you know, I've gone, look, yeah, if I've made a mistake or, you know, if, if I've been unintentionally offended people, okay, but you know, the thing, the thing I've sort of taken from it is like, like I am a fucking huge advocate for children now, like, um, and, and being good parents and, you know, it comes from my studies and it comes from, uh, from doing the masters in the child and adolescent and it comes from sitting in front of very damaged adults. Mm. So I, I will be very fucking unapologetic about encouraging people to be better parents. Mm. Um, and I don't care if it makes you just fucking stop and think before you hit the child I don't give a fuck what you think about me because mm. I'm not doing it for me I'm doing it for your child mm. so you can think I'm a bollocks you can think I'm a prick but I'm not going to apologise for trying mm. to keep children safe yeah 
that's it you know there may be one less um one less drug addict on the streets in 18 years time mm. there might be one less mugger yeah one and, less and the reality of it is, is I'm doing myself over a job years under hut because <laughs> 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 that's not someone that's going to need to come for fucking therapy <laughs> but no but yeah that's that's sort of one of the things I've taken as yeah. well, is that, you know, I'm a huge advocate for children mm. and being being better parents you know, yeah. when we know better we can do better absolutely yeah. Um, yeah. and just try to be true to myself and just try to be genuine and um, you know I put it out there I don't worry about it then it's like fuck it yeah, you know, the but I think it's is growing, and you know, maybe if people start complaining, even then I might just go, I don't give a fuck. Start yeah. your own podcast. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, anybody want to complain? Get in touch. Absolutely, I've no problem with anybody who wants to complain and say, "Well, I don't like this or whatever." That's mm. fine if you if you yeah, cause you, you start getting that man, then you're like, "Oh, fuck, maybe, maybe." Uh, that's like, ah, well, look, I, I do. You're living but, you know, in ignorance. But this goes otherwise. back. I mean, you, know you, you were talking. You know, you, you spoke about the Twitter trolls and stuff like that. Like mm. that. You know, the I question is like. Why do you feel the need? What is in you that makes you feel the need to go onto Twitter just to abuse someone? Like, like I've had spats on, you know, where people, yeah. but it's a, it's a difference of opinion about something like that. Yeah. You know, I've never, I don't think I've ever intentionally gone on to tell someone, you're fucking shit. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. a fucking dickhead. Like, how far, yeah. you know. Why, why would you do that? I don't That's get That's what I'm that. saying earlier. It just it, it boggles me. There's, there's a jealousy or there's an insecurity there or yeah. something. I don't know what it is. You'll be able to dig into it better than I could. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and it usually triggers some sort of inadequacy in themselves. Like, yeah. You know, Chris, Chris yeah. spoke about the, the internalized homophobia and stuff like that. Like, mm. You know, that uh, hating gay people because he hated the fact that he was gay. When yeah, he was younger, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, a lot of time it shows up people's inadequacies, like at a deeper level. Mm. You know, it, it represents a flaw within themselves. True, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing was I really enjoyed our um, our chat with uh, with uh, Ronan, aka DJ Flip, mm. and uh, you know Ronan's a he's a very very talented DJ's. You know, when we were gigging, he was like probably the forefront of Irish hip hop. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, he was yeah. major, and. One of the things I always wanted when we were gigging was I wanted to do it full time. So I wanted to be able to say, okay, well, look, during the day, this is what we do. You know, we make mm, some music mm, and then mm. we'll we'll gig at night mm. or whatever, or gig certain nights. And, you know, if you can do it maybe three days a week or something like that, it'd be fantastic. Mm, I always mm. wanted it. Now, looking back, I don't want it. And it's just too precarious. Yeah. You know, especially okay. now when you've, you've artists, God, you've musicians. Who, yeah. Absolutely, uh, but even you know, even if take COVID out of it, mm. you know, um, do you really see yourself being the the rapper at seventy? <laughs> you know, have I mean, you look, made look enough? At Chuck D and stuff. He must be in sixties and all, isn't he? He must oh, be in yeah, the sixties. Like, it gets to that point where it's like it's a young man's game. Rapping is, is definitely yeah, yeah. hip hop yeah. is a young man's game. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it's it's one thing I noticed there. There was a band. Um, I've noticed a few bands recently um, go their separate ways. Um, you know, bands who would have got a good, f- uh, good following and mm. good, decent mm. music, and would probably get about three, four hundred people a gig, calling it a day because just they're not going to make it and they're going to concentrate on other stuff. And I just think it's really, really sad. Yeah, you know, Look, yeah, um, you know, and it came down to us as well. You have to equate effort versus reward. Mm. How much effort am I putting into this versus how much am I getting out of this? True. Yeah. You know, and and that's that was the reason for me with the music. I was like, this does not equal the effort. 
Mm. Um, Cole put it very well last week when he said, look, I'm just going to keep making music that I might make money out of it or whatever, but I enjoy mm. it and uh, mm. it helps me and it helps other people. Yeah, he said a very great, fantastic. He said a great thing. He said, it might not feed me, but it feeds something in me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, if you uh, if you have that intention, then you'll be making music for life. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're doing uh, it for enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. As a career, if you're dependent on paying your mortgage, and the, the, the reality of it is, then it's a job. That's it. Becomes a job. Yeah, your job yeah. is just making music. Yeah, yeah but um, no, and I do. I I feel for for Ronan. All right, uh, I hope everything works out. But yeah. it was just you know it really hit home to me. I thought to myself, Jesus, you know, if somebody that talented, way more talented than I am, is is having difficulties yeah. at this stage, you know, I'm yeah, no, my head you know, brick walls. I, I wouldn't. You know? I wouldn't put yourself down on it. It's easier to make it a career as a DJ than it mm. is as a rapper. Oh like. yeah, yeah, of course. But, know, definitely, uh, they're not they're not even keel. But mm. you know, after after flip came on. Um, you know, I, I sent him a few quid. I sent him on the Bandcamp link or whatever he mm-hmm. had. I sent him a few quid, and he was he's like, "Jesus Christ, man, fucking hell!" Like, thanks, like you know, you're gonna take the missus out for dinner. And I was like, "Ah, oh, nice one." I was like, "That's fucking typical." I pay for dinner. He gets the ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out wine. Yeah, I fucking pay it to wine and diner, and he ends up getting the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. He was, he was very grateful, and, and they contributed yeah, to Carlton as well. Like, you know, mm. so if you do listen back to the episodes, you know, give give to any of the people that that we have on, or just give to someone that we don't, that we don't have on. Just give to someone, that, you know, that's mm. whether it's an Pass artist it on, or yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. Like you know, again, mm. I just you know, just that kind of cutting that kind of conscientious where someone is doing fucking burpees or something like that so yeah 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 stuff yeah. like that like, you know just trying to I always find it hard to pass the, the GoFundMe pages when uh, you know it's a picture of a kid in hospital or something you go oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah I have yeah, to give look, you something have to, you, have to, you know yeah, what I mean but you know if you give in to all of that like you'll fucking you'll drown in the misery I know yeah you know, yeah yeah to, that's it you know if we go back to the Buddhism thing you need to guard the gates of the senses what you what you allow in yeah, yeah. Who's it? Was it um, Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt quote you had before? People can only affect you if you allow them to affect you, or something like that. Was that no, her? Or was her. It? No, I think my one is people would treat you how you've allowed them to treat you. Mm. That's, yeah. that's my one. Uh, one of the things that will probably stick out to me the most is the amount of people who got in touch with us, mm. be it friends or strangers, uh, to tell us, look, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. And. Yeah. You know, that, that really took me back. You know, um, mm. you know anybody who has come to me or spoke to me about their difficulties or whatever, I wouldn't breed a word to anybody else because it's confidential it's mm. between mm. myself and mm. them. Um, I have made it clear I'm not a psychotherapist. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm me. That's it. Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're yeah. the expert. Yeah. And I did say to you before, you know, when people get in touch or whatever, that I don't want to handle it because I'm not the expert. You are. Mm. And that's in fairness, mm. you kind of... Um, you've kind of grabbed that and uh, you do talk to people if they, they do get in touch with issues or whatever mm, you know mm. because I'm I'm just conscious I'm I'm I'm, I'm not the professional you know yeah. but you are yeah. and that's what you do so but it just goes to show as you said earlier like REM said everybody hurts yeah you know? yeah the feedback is brilliant like, mm. you know, people take the time to send those messages and um, we uh, we had a message again 
got another message the other day from, oh, from Brendan hi Alan I think your podcast with Peter doing are very good I love the parking space rant as I'm a wheelchair user myself you know even when we're fucking giving out like someone's going yeah yeah that's true <laughs> relate to that and then then Brendan Brendan had um, sent an email hi Alan and Peter I just recently come across the podcast I'm a 38 year old born with spina bifida and I'm gay as you can imagine it was difficult growing up with being a young gay male with special needs mm. came out to my family in recent years I was surprised how well it was taken keep up the good work Wow, you know when mm. people people take the time to that and look, yeah. people relate. You know when you're yeah. just a human being, when you're genuine, when you're real, it carries through. Mm. True indeed, you know? yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I spoke about it on the, on the episodes, but you know I had a real epiphany years ago when I was acting. Um, I was doing a play. I was doing um, the Lonesome West. It's a Martin McDonough play. Martin McDonough that wrote in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths and stuff. And all the other actors were winning awards. And, uh, you know, I was only starting out acting. I was, um, didn't know myself, you know. And so after after each play, an adjudicator gets up and then they give you feedback. Oh, you should do this. You know, I think it'd be better if you do that and do this. And uh, so every after every play, the next night I go on stage, I'm doing something different because that's what he told me to do or that's what she told mm. me to do. And I was changing. And I was coming off stage and... Um, Lorraine that I was in the play was like, well, what thing that I was like that's fucking shit she's like oh you really got it I, like, I didn't fucking like it you know I just so I made, I made the decision I never, I never forget it was in Ballyshannon I can't remember what game it was was it the Six Nations Ronan McGarry kicked the last minute fucking conversion oh yeah, yeah 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 I was down in the pub I was fucking running back up it was you on stage I was running back up stage um, but I, I remember making the decision that you know fuck it I'm just gonna do it my way mm. if I fucking win awards or I don't win awards I don't care. But at mm. least I can come off stage and go, I was happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I did it my way and I was happy with that. And I, I made that decision up, up in Paddy Shannon, up in Donegal. And I ended up, I won my first award and I was best actor, even though it was only a, a supporting role. And that just really wow. stuck me as going, just do what, just do what feels right for you. Yeah. If people like it, they like it. If they don't, then you can fucking do about it. But don't try and please people please yourself no, I, I'm, I'm the one that has to I'm the one that has to live in myself like so mm. you know at least I can I, I was coming off stage and going and the same when I won the All-Irelands I was like I come off stage and I was like you know what I fucking left my heart and soul out there mm. if I win I win that'd be fucking brilliant but at least I can say hand on heart yeah you I did, did your it. best yeah. You, know, yeah you couldn't have done any more there and, and, I, and I won the best actor the All-Irelands yeah. That's so it. I think you know just with age you just get that experience of just be true to yourself. Mm. Don't be a cunt. Do you? Don't be a dickhead. Mm. <laughs> don't hurt people. Do as, do the least amount of harm that you can. Mm. And you know the world will be a better place. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just be yeah. true. Be true mm. to yourself. Sounds good. What was your favorite episode? Favorite episode? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, I just know that sometimes you'll come away from an episode and you go, "I enjoyed that," or you'll skip away from it. And go, "Ah, that was fun. That was good crack." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, some of them you'll you walk away from and go, "Ah, oh, I was probably very tired and yeah, all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff." But then you listen back and you go, "Ah, oh, it wasn't so bad." I have to listen mm. back for editing, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let me see. I I enjoyed like there recently to put together like a little compilation of all um. Uh, bits and pieces we've done and yeah like there's some excellent material there there's some great interviews and there's some great insight from yourself and you know put them together and okay i'm gonna toot her own horn here but i think it's good yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. i think it's good you know and we're go- definitely going to have to steal Carl's idea for a notion once again 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure I thought that myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the writer and we're not. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what about you? Any favourite episodes? Um, well, my favourite ones are the ones that, that you said there, the ones where you come away and so, go, oh, that was fun. Mm. I like the ones where we have the crack, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's CBT. I was like CBT. We had a good crack on that. Um, you know, look, the, the podcast is two things. It's us shy talking and then it's us talking mental health. Like, mm. you know, the stuff at the beginning, take away the grain of salt, like, Mm-hmm. you know it's just where, for me that's the bit where we just have to crack we're just shy talking but that's what pe- seems to resonate with people mm. you know again a lot of people come back oh, I just love that bit at the start when you're just you know just talking amongst yourselves kind of thing and one person saying oh feels like I'm here weekend feels like I'm sitting in, mm-hmm. in your conversation and you know so I like the ones where we come away and go that was fucking good crack yeah. enjoy that you have, you have a laugh you know and you know I, I listen back to them and I, and I listen back and, and I laugh listening to what we spoke about because we're genuinely laughing and it's genuinely funny and it's yeah, just yeah. kind of uh, uh it's catching like it's yeah yeah it's contagious yeah. you know just it is yeah yeah, and yeah. Listen, go, ah, that was that was funny like you know? yeah and, and but that's it look that goes back to what you were saying there a few minutes ago you know don't take direction from anyone else just be you mm. and um you know, as long as you're happy and content with what you're doing, and um, yeah. then people will yeah. uh, will relate yeah. to it. You know, yeah, yeah, and and the point, you know, the point of I, the point I made earlier around being an advocate for kids and stuff like that, and you know, it struck me again. You know, I hear it and I hear it in work the whole time as well. Mm. Carl, again, you know, it may seem quite trivial. People might have not have even noticed, but Carl said, you know, his fiance, she has really helped him out. Mm. And if, if I've taken anything from life, regardless of this podcast, if I've taken anything from life, if I've taken anything from uh, from the work, it's, it all comes down to love, man. Mm. Life comes down to love. I've seen so many people be changed when they met their partner, when they were supported, um, when they were encouraged, when they felt loved. That's when life starts to change. So to see that and to hear it constantly, it's like when you have someone that loves you, when you when you have relationship, when you have another person to support you, to encourage you, the same as a child, the same as a parent. This is why I'm such an advocate. Love them, support them. I'm telling you, you're going to fucking breed good people if you do that. Mm. They're going to be happy people. They're going to have better relationships. They're going to have better relationships. They're going to have happier kids. This is perpetual. Yeah. You know, but the love of someone and being human we're built for connection. We're built for human relationship. Mm. And with that, everything changes. Mm. And that's what therapy is. Sometimes it's reparenting. As a therapist, mm. you know, it, very often it's reparenting. I am like the parent that they never had. I'm giving them unconditional positive regard. You know, okay, you made a mistake. That's okay. Like, uh, you know, I hear homophobia. I hear racism. I hear, and but you just accept that. You just accept that's that person's position. I'm not judging you. I'm not going to scold you for, for what you believe. Mm. Um, and when you give that, you know, you support them, you accept them for how they are. You know, it's, uh, you know, I got into it with the garden. When you provide the right conditions, the flower will grow. Mm. True, yeah. You know, the flower can't grow if the soil isn't there. The flower won't grow right if it doesn't get enough sunlight. The flower won't grow right if it doesn't get enough water. People are the same. When you provide those conditions of safety, love, comfort, where the child feels safe, where the child feels seen, they feel important, and where you soothe them in their discomfort. It's the same as what blossoms in a romantic relationship. When you know, you know, 
that person's got your back. When you know you matter, you get that. Whether it's a text in the morning, how are you? Whether it's the text last at night, someone's thinking about you. You matter. You're important. Someone's encouraging you. Go for that job interview. I think you'd be brilliant. Mm. That person has your back. You feel safe. You feel soothed. You know, you feel seen. You come in after a shit day. You put your feet up. I'm getting this a takeaway. You relax. Mm. You know, they soothe your discomfort. Mm. It's all there. What you do for the child, do it for a partner. I'm telling you, things things will change. So for what it's worth, that's that's all my learning from podcasts. That's all my learning from life. That's all my learning from work. It just comes down to love, man. It just comes down to, to love and human relationship. It's a good way to end the podcast, actually. It's great not having to fucking uh, research stuff, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> nearly like a week off. It's great. <laughs> yeah. If you like what you heard, don't forget you can like, you can share, you can give a rating, subscribe, you can leave a comment or whatever, or if you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, share them on social media, um, share it on, I don't know, play it down the phone to somebody. I don't know, you know. <laughs> Just tell someone about it. would be really it. awful. This is really cool, whatever. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to that um, fucking cranky lad giving out. And a young, good-looking guy as well, who never really says a lot. Uh, but anyway... Uh, I, I, was, I thought I was the looks of this fucking operation. <laughs> Fuck off, man. You can't have it all. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> you can get in touch. Podcast at gmail.com. Get us on Twitter. Again. At str8talkingpod. Um, we're on Facebook, and you get us on Instagram as well. You can follow the hashtag uh, stmh. And uh, if you want to do a thank you, you can do a hashtag, uh, tell them thanks and let us know about it if you want or if you don't want to. That's fine. A uh, big shout out to Fiona Bryan for the podcast music. Great producer, beat maker. Get him on Facebook at FOB Beats. Uh, Mr. Clark, you don't have a week off. You have to give us uh, an alternative message of inspiration. Uh, it's not alternative, man. Just fucking love. Just all comes down to love. If I could sum it up in anything, just love. Mental health. Mental health. Mental health.